Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. Now sit back, relax, and rewind your mind. Reminisce with friends you didn't even know you had. And if you weren't there, then this is news to you. Hello there, what is up? Welcome to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. I am Mikey. I'm Corey. And we're here for, you know, another episode. We're glad that you guys have stuck with us for, hell, I don't know, it's been like a couple months we've been doing this now, Yeah, at least. Sounds, sounds like a couple months. Maybe this is about the first quarter of the year. The first quarter of the year. So our fiscal statements are looking good. We got, you know, about, about two bucks in our... Uh, in our, our account, so we can afford to do something cool here soon. I got 64 cents. I spent it all on toys. Well, that doesn't surprise me. And speaking of spending it all on toys, I'm just going to, right now, we're just going to get this out of the way, because I know it's going to come up, and I'm just going to play you this. I'm just going to tell you right now, my esteemed my, my esteemed broadcast partner here is going to have a nerdgasm. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle there, power. There's his nerdgasm. He's a, ner- a ninja turtle nut. Did you call me a, a nerdja turtle? A, a, a nerd. A ner- you're a nerdja turtle. A nerdja turtle. So, you you are a ninja turtle na- nut. Fanatic. Yeah. I'm trying to say too many words. You know, you should slow down and think first. Well, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> what what uh, makes you such a, a freak about turtles? What do you like so much about them? I've loved turtles since I was, shit, I'd say eight years old. Eight years old. When the toys came out in the cartoon. Okay. Um, I think it's just, it was something that, you know, they were made for, for kids. I mean, not the, not the comic book, but the toys in the cartoon. I mean, they got, you know, kids like action. Kids, you know, fucking kids are going to love these turtles. You know, give them each a different color. And let's throw some pizza on there so the kids kids love pizza. They can relate to these guys. And like and I martial arts weapons. Yes. Yeah, it was a, kind of a whole package, you know. Oh, dude, it was, it, I mean, it was just like, it was sucking kids in left and right. Right. And... I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna talk kind of about you know maybe later in in the in the second part of the show about kind of the products and just where the turtles ended up because they did a lot of shit with the turtles. They've in, done eighties and nineties. They're even still today, around. They're still around. They're still around. They're they're up there right now with their their new cartoon, which is Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Is that still a Nickelodeon thing? Yeah, Nickelodeon owns the rights to all the cartoons. Um, The cartoon, I've tried watching it. It's just like watching that new Thundercats cartoon. (laughs) But not as bad. Well, at least it's not as bad. Yeah. It's it's hard to watch just because, you know, you got 30 plus years of Ninja Turtles. And it's like watching like, like the live action TV shows that they had. Oh, yeah. Which were terrible. Now, did they have a Ninja Turtles live action TV show? They did. It was... Shit, I don't even remember what it's called. Okay. I just watched it not too long ago. It's just because that's what Charlotte wanted to watch. Oh, all right. And she pointed out... She loved I mean, she loved it. But she pointed out all the flaws <laughs> in the show. Well, because you've raised her to appreciate yes. the, the turtle uh, the turtle Tur- mythos. Turtle mythos and just, I mean, just special effects in general. Right. Because, you know, she's big into horror movies and at least Friday the 13th. Yeah. You know, she's not scared of monsters or anything like that. But she's like, I think it was Raphael was riding a motorcycle and the head was actually a helmet and you could see the guy through the mouth. <laughs> That's great, dude. It was it was so bad. It was well, it was when Power Rangers was yeah starting to become more popular, real oh, okay. big. So they were they were jumping on that bandwagon, and it failed miserably. Well, and they they kind of came up together, the, the Power Rangers and the Turtles. Turtles were around first, yeah. For or Turtles were out, like at the very end of like Thundercats and He Man and GI Joe. Okay. Right, you know, right at the, the tail end of the eighties. Now I remember, I remember when the, when the turtles kind of started out. Uh, my first exposure was the cartoons. Yeah, so was mine, and it was at the, like the uh, after school cartoon that was one of the staples, and it was on Fox. It was on Fox, so that was like one of the big ones that you know you always watched the turtles. That theme song that we heard mm-hmm. was just a oh it, shit, you know, it kind of got you. Just in a mood to watch, see some action. Well, yeah, I mean, because you know? if you look, and when you're watching the beginning of the show, they're jumping out of the sewers, and you know the the manhole ever the manhole that pops up, and they're jumping, they're flying, and they're they're everything's like looks like they're moving really quick, and they introduce everybody, and you know they're doing all their own thing, and then there's Michelangelo, he's eating pizza and spinning nunchucks and shit like that. Yeah, and Splinter's biting fucking two by fours with his mouth. Right, and. Fucking, it was just like, yes, this is what I need. I'm eight, nine years old, and yep, I needed this. Well, and ninjas have always been cool. Ninjas have always been cool. Turtles are, I mean, turtles are cool, you know, just in the, in the, themselves. Then you put that mutant aspect into it, make them a teenager, which I was almost a teenager when it came out. So I was like, hey, I identify with, yeah. with that portion of it. So, and then they had Casey Jones. Casey Jones was a badass. Casey Jones is a badass. And he has the same last name. Yes. We have the same last name. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I have a Casey Jones tattoo, and I identify closer with Casey Jones than I did a lot of the other guys. Just because I was like, okay, he's a Jones. He's a badass, of course. You know, he's got a fucking... Of course. Yeah, of course he's a badass. He's a badass. Yeah. You know, I want to be Casey Jones. Well, he always kind of reminded me of... Of Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, he had the hockey mask yep. you know, on, and he always had the, the machete. The, well, he didn't have a machete all the I, time. I, he <laughs> had, never, I don't think he ever had a machete. He 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 did once try. He had a hockey stick, and once he tried to stab someone with a skate. That wasn't something else. <laughs> <laughs> that was Happy Gilmore. <laughs> 
I caught it real quick. You did. You did. That was about. I was like, wait a second. Can't you can't stump this man? He is. He is a a ninja turtle genius. He's his his. I wouldn't say I'm a genius, but yeah, there's a few lot of few things I don't know. There's a few, and I I I looked some stuff up that we'll touch on later. That I just want to see if you were aware of some of these little fun facts that are out there. So your first exposure was to the cartoon, to the cartoon, and then. Growing up, my brother actually had the the Palladium um, books, which were like a uh, RPG game. It was like playing Dungeons and Dragons, but it was Ninja Turtles. But it was all Ninja Turtles. Oh, it, wow. was, it was Ninja Turtles. It was other mutants that they created specifically for the books. They had shit in the future. They had shit in Australia, um, in the past. You know, then they had the basic Ninja Turtles and all the you know the regular characters and. Some of the one of the one of the characters in that book were the Chaos Bears. They look like Care Bears, but the Chaos Bears. The Chaos Bears. There's three of them. Hmm. They all look like Care Bears. I have the books somewhere up in my kid's room because <laughs> I said check these out. So they're lost. So they're lost, <laughs> and they're about fifty dollars a piece. I'm like, hmm. I need those books back. But yeah, they they all had like skulls on their stomachs, hmm. which these guys I thought they were fucking sweet. Yeah. You know, that's always been, you know, the Care Bears, whatever. The I don't Care Bears. That's yes. what you're, yeah, that's what you're looking at. There. Basically, that's basically yeah. what they are. But yeah, I mean, the, I mean, they had fucking dogs in this book. They muted me like be- beagles that had people feature, you know, features. They were mutants. They had hmm. uh, tigers, alligators, um, the, the bears, obviously. Uh, more, uh, they had the turtles. They had, uh, fuck. Well, did they have, uh, one of my favorite. I think they had badgers. They had ba- were they honey badgers? They might have been. They don't give a fuck. I tell you what, honey badgers don't give a fuck. They had the they had the krang. They had the triceratons. You know everything in this book. Now one of my koala favorite, bears. Koala, the, koala, koala bears. Yeah, the Australian ones. Mutants down under. That's the name of that book. I'll Mutants down under. It's a fucking amazing. It's got great character. It tells every fucking detail on each of these characters. Nice. And the all the artwork was done by the original creator. Okay. So it's, is that Kevin Eastman? Kevin Eastman, yeah. Okay. Um, but he did all the artwork for these books, and they're fucking amazing. Nice. I tried to buy some of the other. Tried to buy some other ones the other day, on on eBay, and I'm looking at the book, and this guy, you know, the fucking guys are like, yeah, this Palladium book, you know, Ninja Turtles, whatever, and it said signed. I'm like, oh shit. I was like, I'm not fucking ain't signed. I'm looking at it. Each fucking one, each book had a fucking signature on it, but they weren't actually signed. He like signed the artwork and then printed it out. Oh. I'm like, that's just a cover, dude. That yeah. ain't signed. I'm like, I even asked the guy, I said, you got a certificate for this or no? Well, fuck off, dude. I ain't buying that. Right. Right. If it ain't actually fucking signed by him, I have the book. You know? <laughs> right. I, I've seen this before. Yeah. So one of, one of my favorite characters, and this is a mashup, and we'll talk about some mashups because they had a, they mashed up with everybody, but this was a mashup, but he became part of the Turtles world is, uh, Yosashi Yojimbo. Oh yes, the samurai rabbit. I love the samurai rabbit. Yeah, I, I mean he was he was just my favorite at the time. I was just getting into martial arts, and the martial art that that I have been doing for the past about thirty two years. Yeah, just about. Uh, it, it's derived from samurai, and we wear the the hakama, which are the the skirt like pants that the samurais wore. We saw at times we wear the kimonos. And then there's this fucking rabbit that's dressed just like I dress when I And he was trained. a badass. And he was a badass. And he used a, a bow staff and he had swords. And, he had, and I'm like, 
I do all this shit. I am that rabbit. And my dad's like, you're not a fucking rabbit. I'm like, no, listen, this rabbit. And he's like, just shut the fuck up. Get in the car. We're going. You just don't talk to Sensei about this fucking rabbit bullshit. And so, but I loved you. I loved Yosashi Yojimbo. And he was a... He was a Yosashi or Yusaki? Yosaki. Is it Yosaki? Yosaki Yojimbo. The Samurai Rabbit. The Samurai Rabbit. He was like a Japanese comic before the Turtles. Yeah, he was actually and, one of the, um, be, I think he was one of the original creations, because they did, Kevin Eastman did, they did Fugitoid, which was like their very first fucking comic before Ninja Turtles, and when they were doing, they had Mirage Studios, and then I think they did that comic, and then they started to come up with the designs for the Ninja Turtles, Okay. and then ended up mashing them all together, hmm. because I think Fugitoid didn't sell very well, and either did Yosaki. But then, like, these are fucking cool characters. Ninja Turtles is taking off. Let's just put them all on the same page. Okay, that makes sense. You know, why why spread everything out when you've got all this, like, this cool world that you're building? Yeah. Why say, well, no, this gate's closed, or this door's closed. They can't go through that. They can't go over there. But there's a cool character over there. Yeah. Well, yeah, open the door. Let him, let him roam freely. Yeah, you know? Future Toy was a fucking robot. Okay. He was just out in space. And they ended up bringing him into the comics and into the cartoon, and then they ended up making toys of both of these characters. And see, they would have never had a toy. No. Had it not been for the mashing up of... So they were they were just taking their own creations and mashing them up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I thought was brilliant. What was the first turtle thing that you purchased? Oh, shit. That I purchased or my mom Well, purchased? that your mom... The first thing that you probably the, Probably the first four Ninja Turtles. Okay. Along with maybe Shredder or, or Casey Jones or whatever. Um, but I'd have to say it was the first four Ninja Turtles. I think you ended up getting those for Christmas one year. Okay. Yeah, and d- it was just downhill from there for me. <laughs> yeah. I've seen... You, you have to see his... Uh, what do you want to call it? Your toy room? Your toy display? Your the dining, dining room? room? <laughs> <laughs> the stairway? It's the hallway? Covered in in toys. But namely, uh, the Turtles have a huge presence there. Yes. And... You have many different variations of the, of the turtles. Um, I know I, I've gotten you a couple. Uh, I know you've we've gone out to toy shows and you picked up stuff. Yeah, I think now, I've got a couple prototypes from the last 2010, 2011 series. I got a couple of those. Um, I have almost every single one of the original ones that I wanted. I don't want none. Of, you know, like you got the the one offs where they're wearing. Spacesuits and shit. Like oh, yeah, I did, they're dressed like a clown. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, I did. I did end up getting the one, Mikey. I think it was Mikey or Raph that was wearing the sombrero. Yeah, that's on its way. I told you I was buying. Oh yeah, I was getting it. Yep, and got that for dirt cheap. From it was actually from the Goodwill store on on eBay. Oh okay. So I got that, and uh, that should be here in a couple days. But yeah, I mean, just the ones that really stuck out to me were the original ones. You know. The 88 and up to probably 93, 92. About 93, I started getting away from toys. And, and I was like, fuck, I'm 13. Now. You know, I'm not supposed to have toys anymore. My <laughs> girls are going to make fun of me. You know, trying to get a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and look where you're at now. I know. <laughs> I'm back into the toy game. <laughs> it's, I've come full circle. <laughs> that you have. But yeah, I mean, I ended up getting rid of a lot of stuff. And even as a kid, I displayed my stuff. I didn't, you know, I'd play with it when I was little. But then I'd put it on my, my shelf. And right. I remember I had this big metal gray shelf I'd hang my G.I. Joes on because they could hang off the sides and shit. Oh, right, yeah. And they could cool. hold on to everything. And, you know, I had all that crap. And 
you know, I still kick my ass for getting rid of it all. Mm-hmm. I could just put it in a box and say, you know, I'm just going to keep this shit here. Hold on to this, mom. Don't sell it. Right. And I gave it to all my cousins. Yep. And that's what happens. You don't, you don't have, I think nowadays people have more of that, that, uh, oh, what do they call it? The foresight to keep stuff, you know, safe. Yeah. And, and even if your kid plays with it, it's like, you played with it. Now we're going to put that up because... I know that the stuff that I, I, you know, it's kind of almost like you have that regret. Like mm-hmm. this happened to me. It's not going to happen to you. Yeah. We're going to put this up. Well, we just, we just did that because Charlotte, Charlotte collected and she had every monster high doll. Okay. And Jamie, we just, or she just got them all and put them in a box. Cause Charlotte, I mean, she's nine, but you know, kids today, they don't really play with toys much anymore. They play video games. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're on their, their pet tablets yeah. or whatever the hell are. They so call we've got we've got all those. We I just sounded them. really old there. We, we, yeah, we were old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they play those damn tablets or whatever the hell you call them. Those those electronic electronic calculator calculator thing. things. Yeah, we come a long way from writing boobs. Remember when you used to write boobs on your calculator turned upside down? I still do that. Well, yeah, I know. I we used to know like the the formula you like you would to get this pluses, yeah. and then it'd say like boobless yeah and you'd be like look boobless <laughs> and it was like how many fucking times but yeah anyways so yeah they're playing with their fancy you know tablet bullshit and not toys not toys the grown-ups are playing with toys right and that's fine with me because i'll you know well and what 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 the listeners don't understand this guy is i've, I've been to toy shows with him i've been places that they have these vast amounts of, of figures to look at. And he can walk up and say, oh, you've got a, a turtle van there, but it's missing the red door. It's missing the gun on the top. And there are three slices of pizza missing from that sticker there. That devalues it by this much. How much do you want for it? And the guy will say 10 bucks. He'll say, I'll give you six. And the guy will sell it to him just because he's so fucking confused. And then he can walk up and say, and tell me, now, that piece right there is, you know, they only made 10 of them, and there's this and that, and can I pick that up and look at it? And the guy will say, yeah, and he'll flip it over and go, and the guy that made it was left-handed, because you see this one? <laughs> and it's like, how the fuck do you know this shit? <laughs> this guy was left-handed and masturbated earlier that day. But I've seen it. I've seen, I haven't seen the guy masturbate earlier in the day, but did, you just, did that come out of your nose? <laughs> but... I didn't want to spit on your. I didn't want to spit on a computer. <laughs> so, but I've I've seen I've seen Corey do this shit. He'll walk up and just like grab half a dozen random things out of a pile, and he might see a foot sticking out and go, "That's a three-toed fucking Donatello," and they only made five of them. And by golly, and he'll pick it out of there, and it's like, it is. The motherfucker does only have three toes, and these have four. I'd be goddamned. And he can do the same thing with He-Man car- characters. Turtles only have two toes, bro. They only have two toes? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've not seen the turtle toe, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of like a camel toe. Kind of. Yeah, it's a, the, the turtle <laughs> it's toe. green. The, the turtle toe, but it's green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we stay away from the turtle toes. So, what would you what would you say, at this point, is your favorite, uh, or or maybe not your favorite, your, your, your rarest, Turtle piece. Oh shit! See, I asked the hard questions here. Yeah, um, my rarest turtle piece. I know you said you had some prototypes. Yeah, the prototype they only made. I don't know. Probably maybe a dozen of those, and I paid good money for that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, now are those ones that they're not painted? 
They're just like a, a, pl- a plastic color. Yeah, they're just a plastic color, and it's got a it's got a little number on the foot, or even on the chest. Okay, since so it's like number twelve or seven. Oh, wow. Um, I'd say maybe my rarest one, my rarest Ninja Turtle would be maybe my carded Hothead. Okay, that's not that's unpunched, and there's literally nothing wrong with the card. Wow. So it's never been in a store, Mm-mm. never been circulated. Never hung on a, a hook. No, and it's sitting put away in plastic until I can get an acrylic case for it. Nice. So, they I mean, they, they made so many characters, like this hothead. I don't... I, he was familiar. a dragon. Okay. He was, if I remember the story right, I guess the, or the character right, whoever, the guy found like an amulet or something and either like put it on or rubbed it like a genie lamp and the dragon spirit took over his body. Okay. And he basically looked like a samurai. Yeah, because I know there's some weird mythos that is involved with the turtles not involving the ooze. There's all kinds of weird shit oh, yeah. that I found. So so this guy rubbed a, rubbed a amulet and the dragon took him over. Yeah, the spirit of the dragon okay. took him over. Okay. And... I mean, he's a cool-looking character. His head goes up and down on the toy and everything. Um, but yeah, he's he's just fucking cool as shit. And, I mean, he's not the rarest turtle or figure out there, but he's one of mine. But in the condition that that you have him in, it's pre- it's pretty rare. Yeah. And I've always I've always thought, what what person? Because we both have toys that are from the 80s and the 90s that are brand new, never been opened, mm-hmm. on the card. The cards are pristine. What person thought that's going to be worth something someday and grab that thing out of a case before it got hung on a hook, before it got punched to be hung on a hook, and put it away for 20 or 30 years and then sold it to us? I would say probably an old school Star Wars collector. So you think Star Wars had a lot to do with... I think Star Wars had a lot to do with it. I mean, I, I you know, growing up, I don't remember really anybody keeping a lot of different shit back then. At least none of the kids. I didn't know any adults that did. But I think, you know, when Star Wars hit, everybody's fucking buying that shit up and saying, this is going to be worth a lot of fucking money. And it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Star Wars is one of the most popular toy franchises out there, but other than like Ninja Turtles or fucking GI Joe, He Man, He Man, yeah. There, there are a few that eclipsed. You know, there's popularity, and then there's the fanatical collectors. Yeah, Star Wars, I would say, still, especially the old school stuff, is way up there. Oh yeah, He Man, way up there. Turtles, well, you way had, up I mean, there. you had your toy stores back then, like your Toys R Us, your KBs, and your. Aladdin's castle and shit like that, mm-hmm. but you didn't have the the retro or the you know the eclectic um, the, the nostalgia st- toy stores we have today. Oh yeah, yeah, where you can go and get the old stuff, the yeah. real the real stuff. I mean, you'd have to go to like a Goodwill or something back then to find something that was used, or they would even have swap meets. I mean, they, they swap meets, like, the, yeah, the, the toy swap meets. And I know we, we we've been to a few of those, and you find some weird. Stuff. Speaking of which, there's another one coming up in about a month or so. We will go. Yes, we will. Maybe we'll have to... Uh, we'll, I, oh, that is that the one that we might be a part of? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we might be on location there. We'll have to... We'll, we'll discuss that. Yes. We'll have to discuss that. Well, there's two... Then there, well, there's that one... There's one... There's one south, and then there's one in town. Okay. The one in town 
is, I think, in March, around the same time. Oh, all right. Well, maybe we could be at both of them. Yeah. Yeah, that would, I mean, that would be a blast. But we've been to these things, and some of the things you find, just crazy. Uh, what would you say is the the uh, strangest thing or the, the most valuable thing you've just found out on a pick like that, where you were just going to a, a, toy, a toy show or... Uh, that I that I picked that up, you've picked up my pet monster, turtle wise, turtle oh, wise, turtle wise? Yeah. yeah, I know you're my pet monster. <laughs> you were, I was with you for that one. Jesus Christ, it, he he knocked down an old woman to get to that. <laughs> um, I would say probably the shit, maybe the Tectodrome. Okay, was that? What? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I, I was with that. you. For that. No, I don't think I got that. At a, I think I got that online from my buddy. Probably the turtle van because that I van. Usually, I was yeah, with yeah. And I'm still looking for the door for it. I found it, and it just, I got to jump on it because the price just keeps going up on them. Yeah, so if anybody out there has a door for a turtle van that you want to sell, hit us up. We've got, you know, email. We've got a, we've got a voicemail line now. Yes, we have a phone you, number. Yeah, we've got a phone number. Uh, it's, uh, what the hell is it? 699B-Retro, I believe. That sounds right. Yeah, 699B-Retro. You can leave us a voicemail. If that doesn't work, just shoot us an email. Well, or <laughs> look at the show notes because it's on there. Uh, but I think it's six nine nine B retro. So yeah, I and so. Uh, and in fact, I'm gonna look just just to make sure. Right. Well, yeah, you got you you got to save there, I believe. Um, so the uh, what what do you think is has lended itself to the enduring popularity of the turtles? Their kookiness, just goofy fun. Yeah, goofy fun. fun you yeah. know, the ultimate heroes versus the ultimate bad guy shredder. And their love for pizza, which, yeah. like I said, that came when they were doing the cartoon. Right. They, they, when they, when they first started, they, they weren't goofy. You know, they weren't, you know, these typical teenagers, you know, from Brooklyn or New York or wherever. Right. And these guys, the originals were, they were fucking assassins. Yeah. Yeah. They were like mercenaries. Yeah. So then they, they had to put, like, a kid element. They, yeah, they had to change it up to be, you know, for the kids. And even, like, in the first fucking comic book, they killed Shredder. He was dead. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much the end of him. But in the cartoon, they said, okay, well, then here's the first villain. Let's just continue to use him. Yeah, bring him back. And, and bring him, you know, and then we'll add in all these other aspects or all these other characters to do the show. I mean, even in the movie, they killed him almost they thought they killed him in the first movie and then they killed him in the second movie a super shredder mm-hmm. which if people don't know was kevin nash kevin nash uh big daddy cool diesel diesel big sexy kevin nash so Wolf Ke- pack kevin, oh. kevin nash if you're listening which you're probably not would but you know there's some props for you props man wolf pack too sweet <laughs> <laughs> and i'm so, still trying to find the fucking Phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, just to kind of wrap up this little first segment, and then we're going we're gonna to do kind of a overall just synopsis of the Turtles. Just the different things. We're just going to just kind of wing it and talk about the different things that they've been involved in, talk about some tur- fun turtle facts, uh, maybe some of the history, and just the mythos of the Turtles. But before we do that, is there anything that, that you want to throw out there about your personal turtle obsession? Uh, it, it's gotten worse over time. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So it's like a progressive disease. <laughs> yes, it's a progressive disease. It's, you know, it's not so much, I have no tumors or anything about it, but I have not turned green yet, and I am bald, so. Yeah. But my daughter likes turtles, too. So, I've, so, I've, so it's hereditary yes. as well. Okay. So the turtle obsession is hereditary and progressive. Chronic. Chronic Chronic disease. progressive. Over yeah. 30 years. Yeah, chronic disease. Uh, and have you had any ill effects other than, like, a, a hemorrhaging of money? <laughs> Tons. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Yes, that number is... Oh, here, here, here's, here's the phone number. 669-669-669-237-2242. So 669-B-RETRO. B-E-R-E-T-R-O. Then you can tell us about your turtle obsession or whatever obsession you might have. And give us ideas. We might play them on the show. You never know where these voicemails are going to pop up. So... With that, let's take a little break here. We're gonna, I'm gonna find all kind. I'm gonna find the, the goofiest, turtle commercials I can find. Yes. And plug them in here, and we'll be back with a little, history, if you will, of the turtles. So here we go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will return after these messages. It's a turtle beach party in the sand. We're gonna surf the zoo. We're gonna get a green tan. But just when they thought it was safe to play, the big bad foot come walking their way. Lifeguard Leo, Spike and Bolly Don, Sewer Cycle and Rap, Beach Cone Mike, Sewer Spitting Turtles. You got them on the run, spitting so much fun. Sewer Spitting Ninja Turtles from Playmates. Look who's coming to Phillips! It's the turtles! Calabunga dudes, meet me, Raphael, flying in from Hollywood for two big days, dudes. Friday, November 23rd, I'll be at Phillips Chevrolet at rounds 30 and 45 in Frankfurt from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. And on Saturday, November 24th, at Phillips Chrysler Plymouth, 159th Street, 88th Avenue in Orland Hills from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'll be bringing free turtle gifts and pizza. And mom and dad, when you buy a new or used car from Phillips, they'll get a $500 Toys R Us gift certificate. See you at Phillips! Friends, are you in the market for a new car? Welcome to Raph Turtleton! You say you're a good guy, I got just the car for you! Mike's Cowabunga Surf Buggy with surfboard bumper, soda can machine guns, spike beach ball bomb! And for you bad guys, here's the Shredder Mobile with reciprocating guns, slice and dice hooked hubs, and shredding missiles! All yours for no money down, no installments, you just pay for it! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Playmates! Turtle Mania is sweeping the nation. I'll be first online for this one. <sighs> Yay! I would bring my kids to see this movie ten times. Excellent! Leonardo is such a hunk. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah! Awesome! Excellent! Radical! I love being a turtle! Yeah, he said it all! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Cowabunga, dude! Rated PG. Now playing. And they only come out when it's time to eat. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pasta from Chef Boyardee. Delicious pasta shaped like Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. Turtle power! Yes, 
I've told you, you can only have your turtles in the kitchen. You, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, pasta. Why, thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. Live on stage for the first time, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. the movie soundtrack dudes this is rock and roll now get your kids their hot new audio cassette and concert tour book for 3.99 only at pizza hut why pizza hut because they don't sell pizza in record stores yeehaw dudes i just love the old west when things are wild and woolly and turtles are really turtles crazy cowboy don is as rough and tough as they come Sewer Scout Raph is scouting things out. Bandito Bustin' Mike always bashes the bad guys. And Chief Leo, leader of the Turtle Tribe, is a real man's turtle. Yeah, I just love the Wild West. Of course, I don't like it too wild. Oh! Oh, it takes a good rider to handle them rockin' horses. Hey, dudes, pizza party! Yeah, now our cereal has new pizza-shaped marshmallows. I don't see any marshmallows. Bo Tucker! At last, turtle power is mine! The pizza marshmallow is mine! Pizza delivery! Get them! Turtle power! Hey, Redhead, wanna help put all the marshmallows back? Uh, these guys can handle it. 89, 87, 811. Ninja Turtle cereal is part of your complete breakfast. With... and their fabulous video adventures like Super Rocksteady and Mighty Bebop. It's definitely bizarro. The Case of the Killer Pizzas. Hey, sounds like a great title for a horror movie. Hot-riding teenagers. Hold the phone. I think we're all on the same side. The Shredder is splintered. You'll never let me have any fun. Cowabunga, Shredhead. Now this is really intense. And Heroes in a Half Shell. Go Green Machine! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're hip. Right, amigo? They're hot. Collect them all on video cassette for just $14.95 each. I say go for it. At stores everywhere from Family Home Entertainment. Yes! 
Saturday, November 21st. Turtle Power! It's a special world premiere exclusive. And I got the pizzas. We're good to go. So many turtles, we had to make a movie just to fit them all in. Mutant Turtle Filth! It's not true. We shower regularly. Don't miss this one-time-only Ninja Turtles special event. Saturday, November 21st on the CW4Kids. Head to CW4Kids.com to watch an exclusive trailer for the movie. Dudes, when battling the foot, my motto is keep your feet planted, except of course when you're in the air. Which brings us to the Turtle Bubble Bomber. Our Bubble Bomber drops smoke-filled bubble bombs. Boom! A really awesome jet with really awesome bombs. And that brings us to another great vehicle, the Sewer Sand Cruiser. Turrets rotate, makes gunfire sounds, that'll get the foot flying. So dudes, remember, a good turtle general never finds himself in the soup. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I hate soup jokes. We now return to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Alright, and we are back. What I, I don't even need to fucking ask. What did you think of the commercials? I liked them. I he liked him a lot. I did. I did. Yeah, he's he's over here cheesing. He's just, he's so happy that we're talking about turtles. <laughs> so, okay, let's take a kind of a, a a dive, a study, if you will, into the turtles. So we've already said they they started out as a comic book. Yep. And 1984 was the first one. 1984. And it is one of the most rarest comics. The first print of Ninja Turtles number one is one of the most rare comics out there. Really? Because they only made, I think, maybe a couple thousand. Oh, wow. Now, this thing was a parody of Daredevil. Yes. That's where they get the idea, the name of the Foot Clan, which was an offshoot of The Hand from Daredevil Comics. Okay. Now, I also uh, read here that, because a lot of my, I don't know a lot about, I remember the Turtles, I just don't know a lot about them. I was a little older, I I, I did something really stupid, turtle related, we'll get into it later. Oh, shit. Um, but, uh, you'll laugh your ass off, but uh, you might be jealous. Did you stick a turtle up your ass or something? I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but... So it was. It was a, a spinoff. <laughs> it was a spinoff of Daredevil and the New Mutants, the X Men. Yeah, they said that uh, even the name Splinter is kind of a parody of Daredevil's instructor, his his sensei. Yes, was Stick. So it was Stick, it's Splinter. They have confirmed though that the toxic waste that blinded. Daredevil yep. is the same toxic waste that turned the turtles into... Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, they, that, that has been confirmed. So... TCRI. It, the what? TCRI. It's the name of the company. That made the ooze? TGRI or something like that, yeah. The ones who made the ooze. Okay. The blinded Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock. Not Eddie Brock. Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Matt Eddie, Murdock. Well, Eddie Brock could be blind, too. I don't know. It, uh, Roddy Millsap was blind. Stevie Wonder... Yeah. Ray Charles. It's about all... Oh, Jeff Healy. Jeff oh, Healy. Jeff, Jeff, Healy. Jeff That dude can play guitar like a son bitch. He can, too. Yeah. That, that, that song, he had, like, one... He had several... And he plays it like songs. a slide guitar, Yes, too. he plays a slide guitar. And that, that, that... His big hit, Angel Eyes. Love that song. Roadhouse. He was in Roadhouse. <laughs> yes. Roadhouse. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Bad motherfucker. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Did you know Terry Funk was in Roadhouse? I did know Terry Funk was in Roadhouse. Because you listened to last week's episode. I did. And they, yeah. <laughs> Smart. Roadhouse. See, this is an educational podcast. 
<laughs> we should get a government grant. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. I mean, we wouldn't do much different because no. we'd, we'd have... We're, we're having pizza today. Corey provided pizza so we could talk about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and have pizza. I smashed mine already. He already ate, he ate his before we started recording. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm nursing my pizza. But uh, we, we would have, like, catering. We, I mean, we'd, That'd yeah, be like, awesome. Yeah, it'd be great. Whatever yeah. our topic is, like when we did showbiz, we should have had showbiz pizza. Oh, that would cost a lot of fucking money to have showbiz pizza. That would have... We could we could have got a fucking piece of cardboard and put cheese on it. <laughs> it would taste, and it would taste just the same. same. Throw yeah. the throw the microwave for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so the the turtles they've always been aimed towards kids, but the original ones were not. The, the original comic was very brutal. Yeah, it was very violent. Um, they were basically like we said, they were like mercenaries. They they killed Shredder. In the very first, they cut off his head. They cut off his head. I think so. Yeah, I believe so. I think they. Cut, I believe they cut off his head. Jesus Christ! Well, oh, they they made him cut off his own head. It says that they they uh, they defeated him, and then they offered that he uh, commit seppuku, which is ritual suicide. Oh shit! That the samurai would do, and I know a bit about that. I, it's because uh, I've studied a lot of samurai lore. It was in order to preserve their honor, they would uh, take their, their tonto or their dagger and they would slice their stomach, sever their liver, slice up towards the heart, and once that was completed, they had a, an attendant that they called their kaishaku that would cut their head off with a sword, but he would leave just a little bit of skin so that the head didn't fall on the ground. The head stayed attached, but it killed him. He put him out of their, out of his misery. Holy shit! That that's the samurai, and that's how they kept their honor. So you see in the, like the samurai movies where they they're down on their knees and they've got the white robes yeah. on, and they take their white robes off and they stick their knife in and rah. That's what they're doing. They're cutting, they're severing their liver, coming up, severing the the guts and the arteries. They do all the, the main way, arteries, yeah. And then and then their kaishaku or their attendant cuts their head off. So they apparently they asked. Uh, that's cool. Leonardo asked Shredder to hey you know. Do do seppuku, and he decided not to do that. He decided to blow them up with a grenade. Yeah. However, the grenade failed and blew him up. So he kind of did it. He he kind of screwed up and killed himself. Yeah. By accident. And they killed the main villain off in the first comic. Right. And they said that they also. Uh, Sliced and maimed over 15 members of the Purple Dragon Gang throughout the comic yep. to get to Shredder. So this thing was not for kids. No. And it sounds like it was started out as kind of a, a joke. you know. Or a, I think that's how, it kind of, like you said, how it went down. Like Even the first renditions of the Turtles didn't look anything like what they look like now or then. Right. Um, and they were short had long necks they were fat their tails they had tails they had tails and you told me a little story about the tails yeah they, they were gonna do the tails when they did the toys but then the whoever the fucking toy company was Mattel or Kenner Mattel, or, yeah one of them or, those were like Hasbro Mattel Kenner were like the big the big three at the time I think um, they they said no we gotta get rid of the tails because they look like dicks so, and we can't have a bunch of turtle dicks running around and kids playing with turtle dicks. No, we can't. That would that would twist uh, twist kids and, and... I mean, you look at that picture there. That looks like a turtle dick hanging yeah. down. 
Yeah, it does. And yeah, you can't have kids playing with turtle dicks. <laughs> what is that? It's a turtle dick, Mom. It's a turtle dick. Why are you playing with that turtle dick? <laughs> that would just ruin society. I mean, society would have fallen. It would have. I, I agree. Society probably would have fallen and yeah. we would be... There'd be a lot more hentai. There would. But instead, we have a bunch of dickless turtles. <laughs> bunch of dickless turtles running around. And then, I mean, they, well, and when they did the cartoon, they changed a lot of the shit. Well, I, yeah, I would assume that they'd have to. Yeah. Uh, there, there are so many just stories that I found that... They did a lot of whitewashing, too. They did. And I, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, it was rumored that uh, April O'Neil was supposed to be an African-American. Yeah. She originally was, and then, if I remember, I thought it was um, Tom Eastman, or Kevin Eastman, was dating an African-American lady. Yes. And so, he put her in it. The, the character was based on, yeah. on his girlfriend. And then, they kind of changed up the character a little bit, and then when the cartoon came out, they changed her completely. And she wasn't even a reporter. In the in the in the comics, she was not a reporter. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it it seemed like she just kind of happened upon these turtles, and it was almost like she was trying to keep them a secret and help them hide. Yeah. Uh, so she would be like their oh, I don't know their their connection to the human world. to the human world and. Anytime that they would want her to report on them, it was like, I don't know what happened. And, like, the turtles were hiding in her fucking news van. Yeah. You know, I don't know where, what. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Let's see here. April, April Harriet O'Neill is a plucky, confident, clever, will, strong-willed, outgoing human companion of the Ninja Turtles, who she met while they saved her life, saved her from a squadron of mousers chasing her down the sewers. She embarked on many turtles' adventures and aid them in, aid them by doing the work in public while the turtles can't. Yeah, so she was like their, almost like their connection, and she could go like she could go to the store and get them shit. Yeah, and they I mean they've had a few renditions of her in the comic books and in the cartoon, like in the cartoon she was a reporter. Obviously, everybody knows that she had the same outfit in every show. Right, and, and the yellow jumpsuit. The yellow jumpsuit and. Uh, very low cut, you know, a couple buttons missing apparently because... Oh, yeah, her boobs are always hanging out. Her, her, yeah, and i that's no news reporter that I've ever really seen, you know, they then, don't... In the comic book, the IDW comic, she was a... April was a, a student intern at Stock Gen. She was a student. Okay. And then in the 2012 cartoon, she was a teenager. Her dad was a scientist taken over, taken by the Krang... And that's pretty much that's what we've got so far. Now, speaking of, of April, did you know that there is a version where she's not even real? No, I did not know that. <sighs> I did not know that. I've stumped the Turtle Master. So what that kind of entails, and we talked about the dragon where the, the guy had that amulet and rubbed the amulet and the dragon took him. Yeah. So... They say that April is actually just a drawing. Uh, her her father didn't have children. He, he didn't have a daughter. So he drew a picture of what his ideal daughter would be. 
And then one of those magic crystals, he attached it to his pencil. Yeah. And he drew it, and whatever you draw comes to life. Oh, shit. So he drew her, and he really wanted a daughter. So he drew his ideal daughter with this crystal, and April O'Neil was, was created. So they traced back her origin, trying to figure out where she came from. They traveled time. They did all this shit. And once she figured out that she wasn't real... She fled to Alaska and pondered, like, her existence as an ink drawing that came to life. That's one... One of the renditions. One of the renditions. She was just a drawing that came to life, so she had no... She wasn't even human. I hope he was a good artist. Well, I think so. And then they talk about, you know, how uh, in other renditions she she was you know supposed to be African-American. They said that there... They had different artists that would come in yep. and do things. They would each put their own twist on it. So when she was written, yes, uh, Kevin Eastman, he he had an African American girlfriend. That's who he did, you know based her off of. Then these other artists would come in, and in their head, this was how she's supposed to be, and this is how she was supposed to be, and it basically got whitewashed. Yeah, and it's it you know it's it's interesting to think of how things changed, and how we and even. Even if it was not purposeful, how it well even in the new impacted. cartoon, she's she's back to African American in the cartoon the, the brand new cartoon. Oh really? Yeah. So they're going back to the the original story. And then, but they made Casey Jones also a female. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, that's cool. You know, not for me, right? Because that's not what I grew up on. But it's different. Yeah, it's different. That's I mean, just to see how how these things evolve. And how, you know, different groups are getting their fair representation. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to know that, that it actually went back to its origin of April. That's, that's kind of cool. And so I think Splinter in that, show, that new cartoon, mm-hmm. he looks like a hamster or a gerbil. <laughs> and he's like super fat and always sleeping. Really? Yeah. Because he's so old, perhaps? I'm guessing. That's that's odd. But he he does not look like a rat. Doesn't look like a rat at all. Not at all, dude. He looks like a hamster or a gerbil. Probably like a gerbil or a guinea pig. He looks like a guinea pig. That's that's cool. He, he needs to be a badass rat, though. Yeah. You know, that sewer rat. A, a guinea pig's not going to live in the sewer. No. Uh, I don't think a guinea pig would eat pizza. He might. He probably might. So, what do you know about... Uh, well, the the... Inspiration for Shredder, you know. I don't um no. I mean, the inspiration for Shredder was actually a cheese grater. That makes a lot of sense. I uh, one day Kevin Eastman put his hand inside a square cheese grater, and he was like imagining. Just think if somebody was covered in this, how they could just like shred, and they they didn't want to call him. They wanted to call him Grater, the Grater, and they thought it sounded too much like the Grater. Yeah. So they called him Shredder. And he's like, you could really just tear somebody up. So they, that's how he got his, his spikes, his spikes and, yeah. and suit and all that. Now, you can call me the Shredder. A kitchen utensil? <laughs> I've got on here... Hey, Shredhead. Shredhead. I've got on here that uh, one of the turtles actually became Shredder. Yeah, it was Leonardo. Leonardo, yeah. Uh, They've got a few stories of where the guys went. they went dark. Really? Yeah. And there, there there seems to be a lot of room to go 
dark in this. I mean, it's there's a struggle with them for being mutants. Yep. Um, there's a struggle for them being turtles. There's the, and the, the the struggle of being a teenager and being a teenager. Uh, that angst because one of them, uh, I don't remember which one, but one of them is always just kind of pissy. That's Raphael. Raphael just always kind of like Rah, like a, like a teenager. Yeah, they have the different moods of teenagers. He's like he's like the muscle and the hothead at the same time. Okay. Michelangelo is just kind of the meh. He's the chills. He's just the stoner. Yeah, basically. He's like yeah, the the surfer dude. Yeah, because that's what I mean. That's where they they had him like in the cartoon. He was just the cool surfer dude who just wanted to hang out and fucking eat. Then they have the brain, which is Donatello, right? And then what's the other one? Leonardo. What 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 is his specialty? He's the leader. Oh, so he just has leadership skills. Yeah, he's good. He's the leadership skills. He's like the voice. Okay. Okay, so he um, like he, the voice of reason. He's kind of level-headed. Yeah. So you've got all the ups and downs of being a teenager in their personalities. Yeah. And then you've got Splinter, who is the Mr. Miyagi of the turtles. The turtles. Now, there's all kind. Of, I mean, we could go on and on about who came in here and who came in there, and it went from. The line of comics, the original line. There's all kinds of other lines of comics. They did. Oh yeah. They did all. I mean, they they they've redone it several times. Yeah, they they. It's ran. I think it was in DC, and then it was in IEW or I. Um, whatever the hell it's called, and uh, Marvel. I think they were part of Marvel for a while. Well, in Dark Horse and Archie's comics, Archie's. They they did their adventures. they did a mashup. Yeah, they did a mashup of Archie's and no shit. Uh, that's what I'm seeing here. They, uh, they, well, they, they, there's, there's this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures, and it was different. Yeah, that was more of the, the kitty comic. And that's the one where they brought in the Mighty Mutanimals, Wingnut, Leatherhead, and Man Ray. That's where they brought those in, and they said that a lot of the uh, issues would focus on environmental problems, but then they would spiral into these really strange stories where they might meet a future version of themselves. Yeah. Or they might meet, I don't know, fucking Christopher Columbus. Or just, you know... Just, it, Kick him it, in his nuts. <laughs> they said that it just, it, you know, shit kind of got weird with... You did not discover America. <laughs> they said shit kind of got weird with the, with that crossover. Um, but there was a point where they met up with the Archie gang. And they attended a Josie and the Pussycats concert. And they had to rescue Veronica from kidnappers who were masquerading as IRS agents. <laughs> what the fuck? And then, in time to celebrate the 30th anniversary of... It was the same comic company, not the same storyline. Yeah. But the, the 30th anniversary of two major franchises rolled around together. So they mashed it up where the T Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles met the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they appeared in Power Rangers in Space. And they got hypnotized by the villain. And they were sent to take over the Power Rangers spaceship. And then they had to turtlefy the computer. So they fought the Power Rangers, apparently. I don't remember that, but... And, uh, I, didn't, I didn't read a lot of the kitty comics. I was more... You're more into the the, the grown-up, violent, fucking... They were basically, like, if I had to compare the Ninja Turtles to anybody in, like, say, Marvel Comics, I would say Wolverine. Wolverine. Okay. 
Well, did you know that Batman wants to kick, the, kick their asses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in 2015. Yeah. yeah. Batman versus Ninja Turtles. And, uh, and, and Batman whooped their ass. He did. He whooped their ass. And, uh, basically... Because it was a shredder was in, in cahoots with the League of Shadows. Yeah. And he was going to get the league. He was going to get Raj Al Ghul some some ooze, and the turtles ended up in Gotham, and they didn't know that Batman was there, and he didn't know that they were there, and he ends up just beating the living shit out of them real quick. <laughs> and they said it would happen quick. Yeah, he just knocked the piss out of them, and, and then they find out that they're all on the same side. Yeah, Splinter uh, throws a, a smoke bomb, and they were able to escape with their it says with their tails between their shells. And then they went to an internet cafe and looked up his resume to figure out what the fuck. Yeah. And then they joined forces. They fought Shredder. The cartoon. The, and the Joker. Of, the and cartoon of this is great. Is it? Yes. It sounds pretty amazing. It's fucking hilarious, dude. Fucking uh, Michelangelo puts on Batman's cowl. <laughs> He's like, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, dude, it's just... I was cracking up watching this thing, and dude, but oh fuck, they made uh, who was it? Um, Mister Freeze. They turned he got mutated into a polar bear. Um, oh wow! Two Face got turned into like a two headed cat. One was all fucking gnarly, mangled looking. The other one was normal. Um, the Joker got turned into a cobra. Oh, that's cool. That nah, was badass, dude. So they also talked about you know the different characters that that joined in like the uh the samurai rabbit the savage dragon who was uh oh yeah savage dragon yeah. he was part of image so yeah, that's when they moved to image comics yeah he, he was a humanoid dragon that turned into a police officer yeah and uh then they uh they had this action figure line that they mashed up and they have star trek turtles yes they have wwe turtles which we've yeah i've got a few of those yeah and then they have Universal Monsters. Which like, I have a few of those, too. The Dracula, Mummy, and the yeah. Wolfman, I think I've seen. They uh, they really, I think they have one of the most comprehensive toy lines. Because they had... A, it can a, go for anybody. A Terror Drone. Yeah. They had... The Technodrome. The, the Technodrome. They had the, the Party Bus. They had, I mean, they had... All, they had the Blimp. They had the Turtle Copter. Oh, the Blimp was awesome. The, yeah, blimp, I still, I would like to get another Blimp. Um, they have... The neutrinos vehicles, the cars, the flying cars, the neutrinos. Okay, had. yeah. Um, Do they have mousers? The mousers, yeah. The mousers were created by Baxter Stockman. Okay, so the mousers are they're like a little robot, right? A little robot that look like a mouse. They have ch- big, yeah, big chompy jaws. And jaws. They can detect any mouse or rat or some sort of rodent. Yeah. Just by you know, they can smell it out. Okay. Um, another character they whitewashed was Baxter Stockman. Okay. He originally was African American. In the original comics, and then they whitewashed him to this white, you know, this scientifically nerd geek in the cartoons, and then they brought him back in the movies, the latest movies, um, Tyler Perry played him. Oh. But he didn't have a huge role, but he had enough of, enough of a role. He made a presence. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, talking about how they whitewashed a lot, so... Shredder was Asian. Yes. Do you know who voiced Shredder? Oh, uh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil from the Fre- uh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. And he, uh, James Avery is his name. 
he no, it's not. It's Uncle Phil. It's Uncle Phil. Yes, uh, James Avery. He he voiced Shredder and did like an amazing job. Yes, and he was always Shredder. Yes, he he is the Shredder. Do you know who else he voiced? Mm-hmm. It, not not in Turtles. Heathcliff in, in cartoons. In Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, he was a junkyard dog. Oh no shit! He was the junkyard nice. dog. Nice, and he spoke in rhymes, didn't he? Junkyard dog did. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he he rhymed and kind of not really rap, but he kind of kind of a jivey sing song. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of he, he he had a great cadence to it, and everything did rhyme. Junkyard dog was an amazing character. Yes, he was. And, and yeah, I, I loved I loved uh, rock and wrestling. So he was also in uh, the Iron Man animated series. He was War Machine. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, nice. Yeah, he was he was a lot of voiceover act. He had a lot of voiceover acting. So that was interesting. That while they were taking all of these other roles and whitewashing them, they took Shredder and put an African American man yeah. in there, and he just blew it away. Yes, he did. He and, made that character iconic. Yes. So, I mean, I've got some pretty weird things. Is there anything else you want to cover from? Just like the mainstream, because we, we haven't we, even we got, didn't, we didn't touch Krang. We haven't touched. Yeah, well, I wouldn't touch Krang. He looks slimy. He's, he does look slimy. He looked like a chewed up piece of bubble gum. Yeah, <laughs> that's from the movie. So <laughs> what is that? It looks like a chewed up piece of bubble gum, man. So Krang is a brain that's alive. Yeah, he's from a different dimension. He's the ruler of Dimension X, but and I think that's in the cartoon. He was a, they just made him single, but I think the Krang are multiples. Okay, it's like um. They're like, maybe they share like one consciousness. Oh, it's just many brains with one conscious. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think it's a a clan of them or a a clan, but a species. Okay. And I know the, the Triceradons, which are just giant dinosaur people, they are the enemy of the Krang and they want to destroy the Krang. Okay. So are they allied with the turtles? No. They just are on their own. They hate bit. everybody, yeah. Okay. We also didn't touch on my two favorite villains, Rocksteady and Bebop. Oh, Bebop, yeah, Rocksteady and Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I mean, those two are Those just... guys are, I wish they would have put them in the original movies back in the 90s mm-hmm. instead of Tolkien and Razor, but I don't know why they didn't, but you got a couple punk kids or guys who were just a punk gang. Right. They got mutated. They got mutated, you know, the warthog and a um, a rhino. A rhino, yeah. And look at it now, and looking at it then, if you look at it now, the proportions, they were the same size, same height as the turtles. You know, like a warthog should have been a lot shorter, mm-hmm. and the rhino just should have been like nine feet tall. Right. But they took on the human characteristic of, of height. Yeah. And, uh, they, you know, they had the muscle, but those two... They all, and strength-wise, I mean, they just should have just destroyed them. Right. They always they reminded me of well, a couple things. The bumbling, how they're kind of bumbling. They're like the He-Man. Yeah, they were they were stupid. They're stupid. They're they you know they they are the comedic foils. Yeah. Even even when they did Slash. When yeah. They, when they when they brought Slash into the cartoon, he was a bumbling idiot too. Mm-hmm. I think that was a rule back then that any cartoon bad guy had to had been. to be a bumbling idiot, except for the the leader. Yeah, just like just like in like horror movies where the horror villain couldn't win. Right, right. They had they had to put him at a disadvantage somehow. Yeah. So they they made him 
less intelligent and maybe a little stronger to where they could fight, but they couldn't, they could be outsmarted. Yeah. Well, in the comic book, Bebop and Rocksteady ended up fucking killing Donatello. Oh, really? Yeah, they beat him, they fucking beat him with sledgehammers. Holy shit. Um, it's hu huge in the comic book, and I, I still, I've, I've been wanting to go to the comic store to get that, rest of that series, and read it, but just from the pictures, like, they, they beat the shit out of him, and he's fucking just laying there, and they're like, look at him, like, oh, I didn't know that was what the inside of their shells looked like. Oh, man. Um, but, and what happened was Donatello, before they got there, before they killed him, he took his consciousness and stuck it in Metalhead. Okay. So he's still alive, but his body's dead. And he's in a, a He's in a robot. robot yeah. Okay. And then they did that in the cartoon, but in the latest rendition of the cartoon, not, not the new, a brand new one, the last one, they did that, it was like towards the end of the series. So it's like, fuck, I don't know, I'd say like 50 years in the future. Yeah. Or whatever. Donatello's brain is in the robot. Raphael's got this big giant fucking beard. He's like a nomad. Oh yeah. And he's got this giant truck he's driving. Michelangelo looks like he belongs in a fucking um like a monastery. Oh really? He's all skinny. He's got this long neck. Looks like like an old turtle. Yeah. And he's just uh, he's like an old hippie. But living in like he looks like a monk. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm like, dude, that's fucking cool. Everybody else is dead. Oh, no, Leonardo is bad. He's like the new Shredder. Yeah. And they're trying to convince him, turn, dude, we're your brothers. Turn him back to them. Yeah. And it doesn't Splinter appear as a ghost I in some of them? I don't remember that. I thought I saw Splinter as a ghost in some of it because it reminded me, this whole storyline reminds me of Star Wars. Yeah. It's, you know, one of the family has gone to the dark side. You've got this spirit that's kind of advising. You know, the, the old teacher that's passed away is advising the, the young pupils. Yeah. That are, it it kind of reminds me of, of a Star Wars-esque. They put the, the spirit in a, a machine. Darth Vader, they did yeah. that. So, I mean, there's a, they, they borrow pretty heavily from that universe. Oh, and Michelangelo still had his ice cream kitty pet. <laughs> He, dude, he he lived like in a pizza shop. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> and he had his ice cream kitty sitting in the freezer so he wouldn't melt. That's funny. Dude, it was fucking great. Now, did you know that uh, that in Europe, especially in the the they, UK, yeah, they call them teenage mutant hero turtles. Yes, they do because, because the word ninja over there is like a no no. It, it was uh, it was considered too violent. Yeah. The other thing... I just thought it was they had an abundance of ninja assassins over there, and they just... They didn't want to offend them, yeah. piss them off. Well, the other thing is, uh, Michelangelo had nunchucks. Yep. Nunchucks were banned in England. So you could have the sword, you could have the, the sigh, you could have the bow staff... But you couldn't have the two sticks on chain? Have, no, they, they, that, would be, that would make that cartoon NC-17 over there. Any... Cartoon, movie, show that really? featured nunchucks, they were they were banned. Dude, I swear, so, I, you know, I guarantee you, dude, that's from the 1800s when they had all them Japanese assassins coming over to England, I, trying to steal the queen's jewels, I don't or think that happened, or get the fucking jade dragon. I don't think that, that shit happened. happened in 1800s, man. Well, they gave they gave Michelangelo a grappling hook. Oh yeah, I think that was like one of his original weapons. Yeah, they gave him a grappling hook, and that's what the that's what the. Uh, the kids in the, the United Kingdom would see. And Those kids missed out. Yeah, they, they missed out because of the, the nunchuck uh, ban. 
So they you can't spin a grappling hook on one finger and a pizza on another. I know. I I don't I don't know. It hits your head. I hit my head with nunchucks anyways. Yeah, I've done that. I I, <laughs> I had the rubber ones, dude. So I had the rubber ones and the real ones, and I've hit myself with both. Um, you get the walnut ones too, don't you? The ones that are made of walnut wood. Yes, like, with the boom. yes, with the with the actual rope between them. Yeah, and I I've hit, and they're octagon shaped. I have I about knocked myself out with them. I don't use them any longer. You still have a pair? I've got several pair. We need, we you no, know, we're not. I'm, no, I'm not gonna. I, 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 I get why well, you can. All right, I'll bring them. You can play with them. Sweet. Um, I also have this thing. It's it's called <laughs> it's called a three section staff, and it's, oh yeah, it's about a nine foot long staff broken up into three sections with big links of chain in between, and so you know it's uh, it's it's about the bow staff size, but it's got the the joint the two joints in it. And so I bought one. I well, thought it almost gives you better stability to use it because you got the, you're holding the center. Well, you one would think. Really, I didn't know how to use that. I've never been trained with one. I just bought it because, well, by golly, I had a dojo and I had a wholesale account with a martial arts uh, supplier, and I'm going to get one because it was cheap as fuck. So I got one, and I started swinging it around. And it's like, oh shit, I can swing this thing around, and I I could do pretty good, but I didn't know how to stop it. And so I was trying to figure out how to stop it, so I just slowed down. And That's a no, no. <laughs> yeah, I just slowed down. It hit you in the head. Well, well, here's what happened. The one that was up top lowered down and hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> the one that was down low hit, you in the nuts. hit me right in the nuts. Oh, shit. And I just kind of folded in half. I didn't know what to grab. Are you supposed to just go like this and grab both sides? You, you There's a, a method of spinning around and dissipating the energy out like hitting your your side you know letting it I, I never did learn how to do it well my students thought it was hilarious you know i about knocked myself out oh you did this in front of your students well some of them saw it i told some of them i'm like i'm not messing with that thing ever again well i had this student that had lost his eyesight and due to diabetes and he said i can use one of those and i said okay okay chris let's go so he said just get me somewhere where i'm not gonna hit anything we had this gigantic field that we, we put him out in the field, and I hollered. I said, go for it. He spun around. Beautiful. He looked like a ballet dancer out there with this thing, spinning it around and, and passing it around his body and striking with it and changing directions. And when he got done, he just kind of bink, bink, and tapped it on each side of it, almost like his butt. You know, he'd like dink, dink, and it just would drop down, and it would quit swinging. And I thought, well, I'll be damned. And he's like, teach you how to do that if you want. I said, well, no. <laughs> I'm not. I... <laughs> You did great. Oh, the last shit. time I touched that thing, I, I gave myself a concussion and hit myself in the nuts. I'm not going to mess with it. I'd do it. I, I would try at least once. I've had a few concussions. What's another one? Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, it, it, I've, I've still got that thing, too. Uh, I can I can hook you up with it. So, the weapons were one thing that, that you know, the, the UK didn't really, didn't really dig. Uh, however... I just think the Queen had a thing against ninjas. Uh, maybe. Uh, probably because... Uh, Back in like the 1800s, I think they tried to steal the jewels or something. That's what I said. They were going after the Jade Dragon. <laughs> the Jade Dragon. The Jade Dragon was part of their village. Now, Japan had uh, an anime adaption. Was the Mutant Turtle Superman Legend. Apparently, this thing was uh, like a direct-to-video series. They they looked more like Power Rangers than anything. They kind of have a Wolverine mask yeah. on. Uh, and they are like... They're, they're anime. They're like that very boxy anime style. Has nothing to do with Superman. They just called it S Superman. 
and they it's probably the rough translation yeah that's what I'm thinking because they it's probably like superhero or right something like that well the, the the toy lines that came out they weren't Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles they were inspired by the turtles and it was their version yeah they were called the Super Mutants and the Metal Mutants yep and they they looked a lot like the original cartoon only they were anime in in anime artwork yeah, and even the, the figures, they looked kind of anime. They uh, they had the magic crystals. They called them the Muda Stones. They turned the turtles into super turtles for three minutes. They had uh, a ghost. They had a magic mirror. Uh, Michelangelo gained the power of bees, whatever the fuck that means. And maybe he could sting. He got a stinger. <laughs> he would. His, he got. He, he got a stinger. He's turtle with a stinger. Sting everybody with his butt. Yeah, where, where his dick should be, because <laughs> they took the tail away. Uh, and then they could combine, like Captain Planet, and they had a super duper turtle called the Turtle Saint. Oh shit! So these things were only available in Japan, but now you can, you can find, find them anywhere. Yeah, you can find them anywhere. And they're they're like. Stupid high-priced, man. Well, you could probably find them for free. I mean, just to watch. No, I was so, talking about the figures. Oh, the figures? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the figures are stupid high-priced. So they... You know, we've got so much to cover. The, there's... there. So they made a series of movies. Yeah. And I can remember watching them. I don't remember a lot about them. I can remember watching we them. We had the original movies. The original two. Now, I remember Vanilla Ice was in the second one. He was in the second one. And he had the, uh, the turtle wrap. The oh, ninja, ninja rap! The ninja rap, yeah, which which is catchy. It is. You know, Vanilla Ice is a, is a solid addition to any movie from the and early nineties. You know, he 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 likes that song. He, he loves actually, that song. Yeah, it fucking helped his popularity, but well, it it made him into a two hit wonder instead of a one hit wonder, basically. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he loves it because it's another block on. Hey, I'm not just Ice Ice Baby. I've got the turtle, yeah. you know, the turtle song too, and it was in a movie. It was on a soundtrack. And you know damn well that soundtrack sold well. Oh, fuck, yeah. And you know damn well he made a lot of money on I it. I know, I had that soundtrack. Well, you put some money in Vanilla Ice's pocket. I did it twice, because I bought the tape he made, too. <laughs> <laughs> put money in his pocket twice. <laughs> so, the, the the movies... I you know, A lot of people hated the new movie, the Michael Bay movies. Yeah, well, the Michael I, Bay movies... I thought they were done very well. As you know, I, I, you know, like, when I go see movies about comic books or superheroes... I, I, I go in with an open mind. And a lot of people don't. No, they don't. And it's air irritates the shit out of me. It's like, okay, this is not how this is supposed to be. This is not how this is supposed to be. If you think of it as a alternate world. Right. Or an alternate universe. This is what they look like. Yeah, in, in this rendition, this is yeah. what they look like. I mean, like, they did that with... People complained about, you know, the... the com- you know, like the X-Men movies oh, yeah. or the Marvel movies or the Justice League Batman movies. But fuck, how many Batman movies have there been? Oh, a lot. And yeah. I, I've seen like two of them. And the only ones that I like are the Michael Keaton ones. Okay. Those are my favorite ones. And is that because Batman had nipples? No, it, Batman did not have nipples as Michael Keaton. Who, who had nipples? Val Kilmer? That was Val Kilmer. Okay. I think. It was either Val Kilmer or who's the other guy with gray hair? He was from ER. George Clooney? George Clooney. I think George Clooney had the bat nipples. Okay. And I've seen those movies. They, you know, they were f- okay at the time. They, they were just terrible. 
in real life, you know? Right. But, I mean, then you got the Dark Knight movies and with Kristen Bale. Where oh, yeah. Batman sounds like a fucking grizzly bear or he's the lead singer oh. of a fucking death metal band. Right. So, yeah, you have to go into it thinking this is what it is in this rendition. Yeah. This universe. So, in, Wait, the, in the first one, now, uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. was an actor in the second one. Yeah. And he, uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. played Kino in the second one. Yeah, Kino, yeah. He was a pizza delivery boy. Yes. Now, he was in the first one as well. He was one of the turtles. He was. He was, uh, I believe, Donatello. He was. He was Donatello for the fight scenes. Ernie Reyes Jr. is a very accomplished martial artist. Yeah. And he's a, he's a good uh, stunt player. So he was... Don- well, just like Jason Scott Lee. I just watched a movie with him in it yesterday. He played Bruce Lee. Okay, yeah. In, in the Dragon Story. Yeah. And he's one of my favorite fucking martial artist movie- actors. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, that was the same time where um, Corey Feldman was the voice of Donatello. Yes, he was. And he was not welcome back to the second one because he got in some trouble. Yeah. It's just like with um, Johnny Knoxville. He was the voice of Leonardo in the latest movies. Okay. And he was not the voice in the second one. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he pissed somebody off. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, talking about how they look different and how different directors are going to have a different vision. Mm -hmm. Michael Bay, and you, you might have to pay attention to this next time you watch him. Michael Bay took features from celebrities and put them into his turtles no, to shit. make them look more human. So uh, he he decided that he wanted to you know, humanize them a little bit. So Leonardo has Russell Crowe's eyes and Nelson Mandela's mouth. Uh, Bill Murray, his face and his demeanor is Michelangelo. Yeah, I can see that. Donatello is Spock. His face looks like Leonard Nimoy. Really? That's what they say. Yeah, I'm gonna have they they kind of did a face meld. And Raphael has Clint Eastwood's snarl. Yeah. Kind of that, that sneer that he has. And Splinter, actually, they made him appear like a Japanese actor, very famous samurai movie actor, uh, Toshiro Minifuni. He even has a little he does. top knot yep. bun on the back of his head. And he had that long mustache. And the mustache, and the... yes. And if you saw... If you saw uh, this Japanese actor, you've seen him. If you saw him and looked at the split, they you could see the features. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So Michael Bay did that to to his his turtles. Well, when they did, and when Michael Bay, they also went from one Shredder character to a different actor in the second one. Right, they made him younger. Right. Well, and that's when with the Super Shredder. Yeah. Well, no, no. In the latest movies, okay, with the Michael Bay movies. Shredder, he was scarred up, and he was bald, and he was just, he was much older. Okay. And then, in the second one, he was more of, looked like more, like he would be part of like a triad. Oh, all he right. He was young, he had his hair was slicked back, and sure. he just had that, you know, I'm Shredder, I'm going to fucking kill you if I want to. Right. But, that's why I just, you know, I noticed that not too long ago, I was just like, that's not the same actor as the first one. So I don't know why they did that. They got somebody close to it, but they're just saying, okay, kids aren't going to fucking notice this. Right, nobody's going to pay attention. No, because he didn't... There wasn't a lot of scenes with actual Shredder without his helmet on. Okay. And then in the second one, he had his helmet off more than anything. So he was more involved in the movie instead of being... More visible. Yeah, instead of being in the shadows. 
Did you know, okay, you know Roger Corman, the yeah. director. Did you know that he wanted to make a, a Ninja Turtle movie? I've heard that. He, it was when they first took off in popularity, his company said, hey, we'd like to make this movie. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to take four comedians from the 80s. Oh, fuck. And they wanted to just have them making wisecracks and talking shit and uh, put them in green face and turtle shells. That would be terrible. It was going to be R-rated. They were going to fight naked nuns wielding Uzis on roller skates. Go on. And do you know who were going to play the turtles? Four comedians. Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi... Steve Carell. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Billy Crystal. Oh, God. Sam Kinison. Bobcat Goldthwaite. And Gallagher. That would have been terrible. I wish they would have done it. I would... I mean, I if they have a anything for that, I would actually... I would just... I would watch it. I, even, even just a trailer. I have met two of the four guys there. They're fucking nuts. All four of them are nuts. I don't know. Is Billy Crystal fucking insane? You know, I think so. He, yeah. But I, I've met Bobcat and Gallagher. And they were both insane. I mean... Especially in the 80s. Yeah, I didn't meet him in the 80s. I, I met him in the, the late 90s. I was going to say, because Bobcat was on a lot of drugs in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he wasn't on... I don't think he was on drugs when, when I met him, but, but still, fucking nuts. That would have been an insane movie. I think it would have flopped. I'm sure it would have. It was a Roger Corman movie. Of course it would have flopped. Most of Roger Corman's stuff did kind of... I love it. It's it's all... And you like it, I too, would like know. to see Ninja Turtles go to Tromaville, Jersey. That would be awesome. That would be great. Yes. Now, are you aware of... There are a couple other turtles that were introduced. There was um, Mona. Mona Lisa. Venus de Milo. Venus de Milo. Yeah, Venus de Milo is, the, is a girl. Yeah, and so is Mona Lisa. I didn't know there was a Mona Lisa. No, Mona Lisa. Lisa, I think, was a lizard. Okay. She was a lizard. Venus de Milo, yeah, I've seen that one. She was in the live-action ones. Yeah. A female turtle. Uh, she was not raised with... No, she was raised in Japan. Yeah, because Splinter just didn't notice her. He picked up the four and took yeah. off, and she was, like, laying there in the ooze. Splinter just didn't notice yeah. her. Yeah. So, uh, and so one of his friends, a guy named Cha uh, Chung, yeah, a guy named Chung, he taught her the art of shinobi, which is nin ninja stuff. Yes, ninja stuff. I like the game shinobi. Yeah, I think that's why they put it on there. The art of shinobi. Um, she used a fan as her weapon. I think she wore pink. She had powder blue. Powder blue, yeah, powder blue. She had a fan, and uh, it's like those big metal fans, and mystical orbs. Yes. Mystical orbs. Yeah. They were fighting dragons. Yes. From another dimension. Yep. So, she was the fifth turtle in that canon. Yeah. There was another fifth turtle. His name was Kirby. Kirby? Kirby. Kirby the turtle. I've never heard of Kirby turtle. Kirby the turtle, he was originally... Well, it's... That's the original idea for, for Venus. Okay. Was Kirby. Kirby was uh, supposed to be in the fourth movie, live action movie, which was following up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. The ones where they went back in time. That's where they went to Japan. Uh, he was supposed to be more gritty, 
like the first movie. He was named after Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, yeah. And he was supposed to have claws, a spiked shell, and a tattered cape reminiscent of Slash. Yeah. And they said, nope, we want a girl. So. They were trying to get girls to watch. They trying to get girls into the turtles. Dude, that would have been awesome if they'd if I'd seen him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, you know, it's a great idea. I've have. got that figure I'm working on. I'm just going to name him Kirby. Right? Yeah, make him Kirby. He's got already a spike shell. Yeah, he does now. Make, make him a tattered cape. and <laughs> That's easy. Now, are you aware that they had a Christmas special? A live-action Christmas special? A live-action Christmas special. No, I did not. They said that uh, it's worse than the Star Wars holiday special, which is Oh, no way. Bad. Uh, that movie was... That, that is... Let me let me read you the oh, the synopsis. It's just a couple sentences here. I'm gonna look this up while you're reading that. So it's called "We Wish You a Turtle Christmas." Of course it is. It's Christmas Eve, and after singing a song about how great they are, the Ninja Turtles realize they forgot to get Splinter a present. So they hit the town. Oh fuck! There it is. Meet some homeless kids. <sighs> Michelangelo sings them opera, and they eventually find the perfect gift: a framed plastic pizza. So, the turtles have teeth in this? Yes, and this is the same time that they had turtles on tour. We'll talk about that in a second. Which? Yes, we'll, we will talk oh, about that. Oh, fuck, man. So, they, say, uh, that, they yeah. say that Splinter looks like a cross between Chewbacca's butt and a dead cat. <laughs> they had other live-action videos where they forced kids to film them singing. They wanted to start a music network television called... TMNT TV, and they also did something to, to promote the opening of uh, the LA Metro oh, Transportation. I was going to say LA Riots. No, the LA Metro Transportation, they fought the evil gridlock, and they said that this was just horrible. And then in retrospect, they said, we take that back, the Star Wars Christmas special is the worst. Dude, I think this is about the same time that Kevin Eastman and and, and uh, what's his name, Laird, Peter, Peter Laird. I don't know. Yeah, whatever his la first name is, Eastman and Laird. I think that's pretty much when they were just. Well, I think Laird had nothing to do with it. It was all Eastman. He was just, I think he was just whoring out the thing. Oh, he was just a, a money grab. Yeah, he was like, oh yeah, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Well, did you know that Raphael once punched Hitler in the face? <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Raphael once punched Hitler in the face. Uh, he, uh, it, Hitler's... <laughs> Dude, that's terrifying. Isn't it? It That's scary. And it's live action. It's 20 minutes of just crap. So, this is a... There's a time machine that is powered by Hitler's brain. And it goes back to reunite with his past physical self. I think we've seen this movie. And the turtles follow him, and in order to prevent him from getting in touch with his future, you know, past and future brain getting in touch, uh, Raphael just calls him a perv and then punches him. And he says it's for the millions and decks him. And then they, uh, Leonardo finishes the job by telling Hitler that he's in hell and that they are green demons that are in possession of his soul, and now they want his brain. It's too much for Hitler to handle, so that's why he commits suicide. He commits suicide because the turtles tricked him into doing it. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Uh, there is also a decapitated cowhead named Cuddly the Cowlick, who... Cuddly the Cowlick. Cuddly the Cowlick. He transported the turtles in his mouth to an intergalactic wrestling match in the same way. How fucking big was this cow? Uh, big enough to fit four turtles in his mouth. <laughs> four six-foot turtles. Four six-foot turtles. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, there's a ton of shit I so, never even dreamed of looking up. Well, there... Uh, there's a couple more things that, you know, we need to touch on. Uh, were you aware there's one match? It was in the... Uh, uh, let me, oh, in wrestling. In wrestling. It was yes. In, I'm trying to think of, see when it was here. It was in the early 90s. Who was it? Was it one guy or two guys that came out in turtle costumes? It was two guys. They came out in Ninja Turtle costumes. It was uh, Dwayne Gill, Gilberg, yep. who was a parody of Bill Goldberg, really skinny guy. Always has tongue hanging out, shaved head. Yeah. And they had like a dotted line tattooed around his arm. And his tattoo, or his tattoo, and his uh, tag team partner, Barry Hardy, he, those two were just struggling, trying to figure out what can we do to be, just to wrestle. Just all we want to do is wrestle. They were the guys who would go out and they were the lose jobbers. matches. Yeah. You know, they were the enhancement. They, they call them enhancement talent. So they were trying to, WWE was trying to look up photos because Seamus was in the newer uh yeah he was he, he was in the newer newer turtles yeah he was one of the uh, rock steady or bebop he was, he was um bebop no he was rock he was rock steady yeah so they were trying to find photos of him from the set that they could put on a little story and they found this fucking guy in a vinyl turtle turtle suit in a wrestling ring They're like what the fuck is this so they found out that Dwayne Gill just he they just wanted to wrestle, so they went and got masks and they would put on these masks and they would be the executioners, so they could wrestle two matches on the same show, yep. make a little more money, and they still got to wrestle. So like, how can what can we do to get that third match in? So he went and had these full vinyl turtle suits made, mask, hood, clear out gloves, yep. head to toe vinyl suits shell on the back and everything and they went out Vince McMahon they, they were trying to get this thing noticed and so Dwayne Gill was he was always a jokester and everything so he he put on his turtle suit and he was dancing around in the locker room making the guys laugh and pretty soon the guys quit laughing and he's like what the hell you know he's like spinning around on his shell and stuff and he's like what the hell and he stopped and McMahon just goes who the hell is that in there <laughs> McMahon had walked into the room and he's like, who the hell's in that thing? And so Dwayne Gill took the mask off. He's like, it's me, Mr. McMahon. He goes, I should have known. You got another one of those? He goes, yeah, I do. And he goes, put them on, get in the ring, 10 minutes. And he sent him out there to wrestle in these things. Oh, shit. So they, it was kind of a joke, but they made him go wrestle. Yeah. And so they didn't want to step on any trademarks. They already had the full, I mean, they were in fucking Ninja Turtles outfits that they had made. But you could tell what they were. Yeah. So they called themselves the Battling Turtles. And they went out and they had a tag team move called the Shell Shock, where he would flip and land shell first on the opponent. Uh, then the the partner, Barry Hardy, he got knocked down. And so he was laying there kicking his feet. He like couldn't get up. He couldn't get up. So while, uh, while the opponent was, you know, like feeding the crowd, he went over and flipped him over. And they said Vince thought it was hilarious. He said, that's awesome. 
I'll give you a call. Never called him back to do it. Never began. They think that it was it was one match. This picture is fucking famous, though. Yeah. But it was one match, and they think that he maybe got a little letter from somebody saying, "Knock your shit off." You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be doing this with the turtles. Yeah. And so he scrapped it. Yeah, they were wrestling turtles in WWE. Oh man. Yeah. And it, that I've seen that picture. I've I've seen it signed. I've seen the I've seen the yeah. match. Yeah, it's it's fucking insane. It's hilarious. So there's that, and then I want to talk about this, and then uh, we can just kind of freestyle into a little little closing. You mentioned that the turtles went on tour. Yeah. That was the uh, coming out of their shells tour. Yeah, that was pretty much the end of that entire run. That was uh, sponsored by Pizza Hut. What they did is they played music. They came out, you know, they they sang, they played musical instruments. They had a keytar. They had one of them had a, a record player. He could scratch beats yep. around his neck. And uh, do you remember what what year that was? I, I don't. Fuck. Know. I want to say. I think I was maybe fifteen. So maybe ninety four, ninety five. Let me let me look it up real quick because it's it's important. Uh, so it's it was in 1990. Oh, that was 90. That was 1990. Start. It started uh, August 17th of 1990. Sponsored by Pizza Hut. And the very first deal they did a pay per view slash filming for VHS. I remember that in Radio City Music Hall. And then they took this thing on tour. I think my I don't remember if my mom. She may have ended up ordering it for me. So it was it was a big deal. I mean, they had they had a uh, an album come out, the uh, coming out of their shells. They had sing about it, Tubin. They had uh, April's ballad. She would sing. Shredder sang a song. Uh, they would they would come out in the audience. They would threaten the audience. They would uh, they would kid they kidnapped April. I believe it was like a whole holy crap show dude. wrapped around this. You know this musical thing, and they would sing their way through. They would, you know, have the kids help them. The kids sang "Turtle Power" to help the turtles, you know, like get their courage up. Hulk up, yeah. And my memory was that it was like when I was in the third or fourth grade. But in 1990, I was in like I was like a freshman in high school. Yeah, you're yeah, because I was in the 1990. I was either 10 or 11. Yeah, I was like a freshman in high school. So this makes it even worse. I went to that concert. That's funny. I went to that concert and I bought a hat. I bought a paint, like a painter's cap. Yeah. That had the turtles. It was like blue with white top, and it had the coming out of their shells uh, logo on the top, and it had the turtles with their their keytars and their guitars and oh my all God, this dude. around the brim, and the the, the logo, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle logo right in the middle, and the Pizza Hut on the back. Oh, that's right. This came out right and, after the movies. Yes, uh, I was there. And I, I went with my cousin Nick, and <laughs> I can remember, you know, they they always me and him were so close. They always would include me on on the things that they they were doing. Well, they had three tickets, so his dad took him, and they asked, "Would you like to go?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'll go." Well, we're sitting there. I can remember this, but I wish I really wish that I was in like the third or fourth grade because I wouldn't feel so stupid now for going to this thing, and because I was way too old to be there. Yeah, and. So I'm sitting there, and we're watching, and Nick's having a great time. You know, Nick's Nick's like six years younger than me. 
So he was like eight, eight no, he's ten, just loving it. ten years old. He's loving this thing. And I'm sitting there like, this is cool. I'm having fun. Nick's having fun. I'm having a good time. And Nick's dad just kind of looks over at me. And, he, and Nick Nick had a little brother that was maybe like, like three or four at the time. Yeah. And so and we're sitting there and Nick's dad just looks at me and he goes, you know, Mike, uh, I bet Trent would have enjoyed this a hell of a lot more than you are. <laughs> 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 and basically busted me out for being too fucking old to be there. Oh, and shit. I'm just like, okay, I would wear that hat to school. And people would give me so much shit about it. But I thought it was cool, you know? People were giving me so much fucking shit about it. And I, I, I still may have the hat somewhere. I kind of hope I do. Oh, I fuck. hope it's tucked away somewhere. But, oh my God. Yeah, I was at the uh, Coming Out of Their Shells live tour in Omaha, Nebraska. The Omaha Civic Center in 1990. I, never, I, I, don't, I know my mom never took me to that. It, but I probably begged her to go if I was 10 or 11. So oh, I'm like sure right there at the hype of it. I'm sure because it was it was uh, amazing. It was you know it was a, a big production, you know. But uh, yeah, I uh... <laughs> kind of like watching the Macy's Day Parade. You could come to life, and they were singing you songs and shit. And it was a, I mean, it was a really really good show for being a lip sync show. But I can remember like when Shredder came out, the little kids on the floor, we were up in the, uh, up in the seats. Yeah. And the little kids on the floor were like running up and kicking him in his shins and shit. It, I mean, there was some, Holy crap. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. There was some real, uh, I got my ass whooped by my mom. If I did that. Well, I think that, uh, I think that they were, you know, the, the parents were like, fuck it. Just go. Yeah. I think they might've been selling beer there too. So, you know, the kids didn't give a shit. <laughs> they were <laughs> like going to showbiz. Right. <laughs> It was, uh, it was quite a thing, but yeah, I'm, uh, I was, I was proudly in that, uh, audience that, that day. Oh my God. That's, that's, that's great. I I'd fucking go today. I hope there's pictures of that. I don't think that there is, but there, there may be, I don't, I'm not sure, but, uh, yeah, I'd go, fuck, I'd go today. Actually, I probably would. I know you would. We'd be sitting there, just you and me sitting there. Nobody, no kids with us. We'd just be sitting there, all these fucking kids running around, and we'd be like, oh, fuck. Here we are. Look! It's the turtles! <laughs> just sitting up front. Where's your kids? Yeah. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no kids. Hold on, I have to go kick Shredder in the, in the shit. <laughs> the kids would run up there, and you'd be like, get out of the way, kids! <laughs> I'm gonna punch you like, punch you right in your metal head. <laughs> That's for turning Baxter into a fly. <laughs> You, you son of a bitch! Never listening to Krang. <laughs> no, it would be we we would get scared. We'd be sitting there and like Shredder, like his smoke would start up and Shredder come out and be like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, oh. there's there's that. Uh, I mean, they did they did a little bit of the, the turtles are still around. Yeah, you I still mean, hear people talking about the turtles. I mean, Thirty shit. I mean, they've been around since '84. At least comics. So you're, I mean, thirty-eight years. Yeah, you do math fast. You do math very fast. It, you know, and it surprised me because I suck at math. You're you're a quick mather. So <laughs> quick mother mather. Yeah. <laughs> That's Eminem's real name. My mother mather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any uh, any closing thoughts on the turtles? I mean, you're the turtle expert in this in this duo. I've loved turtles since 1986. I love turtles just as much today. I'm going to. I've got a few things I'm getting ready to buy. Just Tur to, turtle to, related. Turtle related to add to my collection, and some of them may include ooze. 
Oh, shit. I don't know if it's 40-year-old, 38-year-old ooze or if it's empty ooze, but I'm still getting them. And because of Ninja Turtles, I am a fanatic of pizza. That's, yeah, that makes sense. If there's one, one dream figure, toy, item out there, let's say one that they've made. What is your dream, your holy grail turtle item to own? My holy grail turtle item to own that I don't have? That you don't have, yeah. Because your grail, your grail will change because you're chasing it, right? Yeah. So once you acquire a grail, you got to get a new grail or else you're, you're done true. chasing. I change my grails a lot. I, I know you do. I would say... Shit. Probably... The flying car, the and flying the, car. Yeah, the purple, purple one with the black fins. Oh yeah, yeah. And the eyeballs in the front. And they, and they made that. Yeah, I don't okay. have that. So that's that's gonna be your grill that they have made. What is a product that maybe they didn't make that you wish they did that you so you could own it? Oh shit. Um. Well, I don't know. Because uh, they pretty much made everything that you've seen they, they, on the they, show. And they made shit that wasn't on the show. Yeah. They just um, made, made, made stuff. It was crazy. Shit, I have no idea. That's a good question. I think I think the, a good goal you know, to, to, to find or, or a good thing to wish that they had made is the turtle with the dick. Oh, with the tail? Yeah, I have some upstairs. They made. They actually did make the yeah. fully dick turtles. Yeah, and um, they're black and white. I'll be damned. Yeah. So I, you know what? I'd say the original concept turtle. Okay. If they made a figure of that, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Okay. So as long as it's not my Super Seven, because their shit is so fucking expensive. Unless they want to sponsor us, and then we'll gladly talk about how great your products are. Oh, no, I love their products. Yeah, they're just too fucking expensive. Dude, I mean, well, it was, I showed you the other day. Oh, yeah. The the, uh, the, the Silverhawks. The, the, the Silverhawks. And the Thundercats. The Thundercats, they're making the Thunder Tank. Yeah. And it's $450. Mm-hmm. They did um, Snake Mountain. Yeah. It was like two grand. Jesus. Fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to get that. Yeah. Like, I want that Thunder Tank. No, I'm not going to spend 450 bucks on it because what'll happen is it'll everybody's going to do their they're going to do that pre-sale and you're going to get all these scalpers to come out and buy this shit and then sell it for fucking sell it for $2,000. Yep. Yep. And then you got guys who are going to fucking pay for that. Yep. I can't do that. No, I just I just I mean even if I had the money, wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it. Yeah. I have a hard time just saying, "Okay, well that's cool shit. How much is it? Oh, it's 200 bucks." Oh, let me think about it for a minute. Yeah. And then I start watching the price go up. I'm like, fuck, I better jump on that because otherwise I'm not going to get it. Right. And then I feel guilty about it for like an hour or two. Then you get over it. Then I get over it. <laughs> or I forget I ordered it. Yeah. And then it shows up and I'm like, oh shit, how much did that cost you? I don't know. Yep. I have no idea. I think they send it to me. Yeah. It's free. It's free. Free stuff. <laughs> free stuff is awesome. <laughs> so... Any 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 very last final words on the turtles? Cowabunga, dude. Cowabunga, indeed. So there, for the uh, Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power, I'm Mikey. I'm Corey. 
And we will see you next time. Turtle power, motherfuckers. That's all you get this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Retro Renegades Pop Culture Power Hour. If you want to talk to the show, drop us an email. RetroPowerHour at gmail.com We'll see you next week.